Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Footy season is back and you'll never miss a moment with KO Sports, the team you love every round live and ad break free in play. That's right, no annoying ad breaks while the game is on. New to KO, start your free trial today. The host of Morning Glory and the Matty John Show is about to join us. Uh, just before, In fact, we did ask him off air. We said, Matty, you're across the new rules that have just landed in the last hour. And he said, no, it's boring. So it's NRL 360. Is that what he said? <laughs> I'm only joking. I said that. Uh, anyway, one 1170 uh, Matty's on the line. G'day, Matty. Oh, Joel, you're going to get me into strife, mate. <laughs> Are you across the rules, Matty? No, I'm not, mate. Look, look. I, I, I love the game. I like the players. I judiciary board member board memberships, um, political stuff, mate. Honestly, I, I just I couldn't give a damn. <laughs> okay, so well, if if your team is down by ten, it's five minutes in the bin, not ten. What do you make of that one? Besides down by ten or more. Ten. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's going on? You can do a 30-30. Uh, so there's now the 40-20-20-40 and a 30-30. We like that. Mate, I'll tell you what. Um, people say rugby league's a simple game. Well, I'll tell you what. Why is it so hard to referee? <laughs> mate, <laughs> honestly, like, I, like the, I like it in, in essence. But, mate, I just think about the whistleblowers and I go, holy dooly. <laughs> like, <laughs> mate, the last one you're going to love then. Was that a 30-30, 40-20? Was that a 50 <laughs> 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 uh, The last one you're gonna, I think you're going to love. I don't think we'll see it all year. But if a marquee player, say Tedesco, gets 10 in the bin or sin bin or suspended or whatever the case may be, sent off, uh, you can choose to have two players off but keep that player on the field. What do you think of that one? Um, I'm just trying to get my head around. I, like, now, are you feeding? <laughs> no, no, we're Julian up, Maddie. But there is uh... you imbecile. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking to myself, mate. I think I think PVL's lost his mind. <laughs> uh, mate, I won't bore you with it. But in a nutshell, this is this is actually right. They've, they've gone away with the um, the judiciary, uh, the carryover points. So. Uh, there'll be some players, and, and I've backed uh, Michaeli Ravalawa for top try scorer. Right. My main worry was that he's going to miss a lot of games. Well, he's going to lose all those carryover points. Yeah. So what, what do you actually yeah. think of that, that Matty, the, the carryover system, Gonski? I just find it boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've already said that. Give, give us something else. I know. Oh, stop. I know. I, I just, when I hear that, when people start talking about political infighting and, you know, and New South Wales rugby league, board members, and that, I just, honestly, I just, I find something to put on the TV and I just, I watch it. No matter how bad it is. <laughs> hey, Matty, just on that right. So uh, there are some people, and Fletch is like my brother Pud, who if somebody's having a battle or, or a relationship problem, whatever the case may be, there are people who you can confide, confide in. And Bear's Head's eyes just glaze over for those sorts of people. My brother's the same. Mm. Are you that type of per- person, Matty, where if someone's got a Wes Naguama or Kevin going on, you just want nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with it? Oh, well, see, I'll tell you what, I've got a theory on this. Yeah. Because 
Fletch is the youngest in the family, mm. right? And so as the oldest in the family, you are used to burden. Yes. You are used to taking a fair bit of load, particularly because my in our family, right, not only did I have my, my brother Andrew and, and my sister Kate, who honestly is just a female version of Joey, uh, <laughs> was that, uh, yeah, I know. Um, she does like a good time. But it, it was like, um, but yeah, my old man used to work dog wash down the mines. So his shift would start, like, he'd leave the house at, like, 5 o'clock at night, and you wouldn't see him. There was felt like years I never saw my old man because he was always down the coal mine working dog watch. And so, you know, you end up, because you're the oldest in the family, so I'm used to younger siblings and that coming and leaning on me for stuff, whereas my wife is the youngest of family. She's the youngest of seven. Oh. And so it's just a totally different dynamic. And um, and the, and like Bear said, I think what's his youngest about seven, right? Yeah. So there you go. It's, <laughs> it's like they're not used to being lent on. Yeah, I know the feel. I'm the oldest of six. What are you, sock? I got uh, two. Got an older sister. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had it easy. Yeah. yeah. She paved the way. So hey, I sock. nothing. So are you a middle child, sock? Uh, well, there's only two of us, so I, don't know. I guess <laughs> oh, I guess so. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Matt, Matt's was never my strong <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, well, how's your week been, Maddie? We're back into overdrive now. How's your week been? Yeah, week's been well. I said to my wife yesterday, I, I honestly cannot remember a time in my life that's, that there's been just so much going on in yeah. the world. I mean, we've just come out of, well, we haven't come out of COVID, but the restrictions. And then we have just these terrible floods mm. and people having their lives just upended on top of everything. Like, you know, like the people are doing it tough to start with out of COVID. Then you have this that's happened on top of that. And of course, overseas, the Ukrainian crisis. Then, mate, the, de- the death of Rodney Marsh on Friday, last Friday, we were on air when it came through and we spoke to Crash. But then to be woken up at 2am in the morning, my wife had said, mate, Shane Warns died. So I can only imagine what your emotions were, but it was sort of dis- it was disbelief. Mm, it was just shock, wasn't uh, it? We, uh, I mean, Warnie wasn't, wasn't, wasn't my biggest fan. He actually hated the junk that I bowled. Um, <laughs> but I, I loved the bloke, admired him. You know, it was only probably two yeah. two nights before I watched the Shane doco. You know, I was completely enamoured yep. with the bloke. And I whether you disagreed or, you know, with some of the things you'd say on commentary, he was always, you know, it was very black and white, as they've said about him. And you loved yeah. him. He was so engaging, you know. And, and because he was everywhere, you know, it was the same deal. I was in Melbourne with my missus and two o'clock you woke up and I couldn't get back to sleep. I was like, you know, is this is this yeah. real? Just seems so surreal. Yeah, so, so and there's the comparisons all the time. Like you know, you our our, our era is Bradman. I, I get that, but I, I remember so two or three years ago, mm. I read about the life of Keith Miller, yep. and I remember reading the book and just going, "My God!" Like Shane Warne is Keith Miller, just reincarnated, personified. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Incredible, you know that, that sort of. Yeah, incredible larrikin, you know. Yeah, you know, stories and, of Keith and, turning up to, to oh. cricket games two hours late in his, you know, his Rolls Royce or his oh. thing, just coming in the hair, <laughs> flapping the chest out, just walks onto the field, just t- takes the ball, tells the boys to spread out, and then ends up with eight for oh. eight for thirty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Beat well, on the squirt all the... night and uh, still getting it done. He was a legend. Oh, mate, and some of that stuff. Um... You know, like, I mean, joining the armed forces became, yeah. and, and I nearly got discharged five or six times because he didn't like authority, which I thought is a warnism. And then, 
you know, became a fighter pilot, fought mm. the Germans over London. Mm. And and they say, you know, like, yeah, they, I was told that he was, as far as England was concerned, he was a bigger name than Bradman because he was a legitimate war hero and fought for them. And, and Michael Parkinson, um, who Michael Parkinson, Keith Miller was his hero. And there was that famous episode where he said, Keith, when you walk to the wicket, do you feel much pressure? Yeah. And he said, Michael, that's not pressure. Pressure's Mr. Schmidt up your ass. Up, it's 10,000 you know, feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10, Cricket's no pressure. But yeah, like, but you know, Warren, you just, oh, I, I was saying to my boys, because they never really understood it. They were too young, but I said, mate, when he walked, when they threw in the ball and he took the flat, the you know the white floppy hat off, everything just come to light. That doco, where have you seen the doco, Matty? Yes, I have. Yes. Uh, what, what about when they yeah. and they do it so well? Where MCG Boxing Day mm. and he's chasing seven hundredth oh. wicket, the crowd's up and down, mm. and then this ball comes in and they they basically mute the noise, they slow it down yeah. and it comes in and Strauss is the bloke who goes, but. Just amazing, you know, and, and the nice little tribute with the, the little wristband and he's kissing the wristband for his daughter and Everyone, yeah. a, a very, very yeah. human side to him, Matty, wasn't there? Mate, and, and some of those great stories, like I, I heard AB the other day being interviewed by Simon O'Donnell and AB said when he, um, you know, initially where he struggled against India, but they took him away to England where he really started to find his stride and AB said he was standing in the slips and he could hear the ball, the seam of the ball, Spinning, wow. the were he said he could turn it that hard, yeah. which I thought, yeah, that natural. Just, but, and you know, so the thing about it was, it's so easy to look at the personality. Was it's a bit like my brother. Like people go, oh, they're just all natural talent. But when Warney went into commentary, you actually realised that mate, there was so much intelligence to his bowling as well. And that's a sad thing about it, you know. Like you, 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 we're going to lose that over the next, you know. You'd still had twenty years of that knowledge, that bank, which we just won't be able to access anymore. You know, it's gone with him. And I was privileged to sit down and, and listen to him talk about the game. Yeah. Um, and he had a way yeah. of engaging all everyone in the room, batters, bowlers, spinners. He just had this amazing knowledge, you know. And then he talks about his junior. He, he only played seven first-class games before he got his first test. He went for 150, got spanked everywhere, went to Sri Lanka, AB threw him the ball, and they won a test over there and got three. But he'd never really made it. And mm. then he played the Windies at the MCG, and he went none for 100 or one for 100 in the first innings. And then the second innings, he knocked over Keith Richardson um, with that flipper, and he took seven for 50, yeah. and that was it. That was like – that was the turning point. Yeah. Seven for 50 at the MCG – and from then on, he he never looked back. Um, but you know, it's incredible to think he was picked yeah. after seven games as a as a twenty year old, you know, in a team which had Bruce Reed, all these old stalwart cricketers, and he was the young bloke coming through. So um, you know, he's a great man, very appreciative, and also did a lot of charity work as well. He's he was uh, you know polarizing at times, but a, a lovely man off the field. Maddie, you know what they say? Um, like like my boys were watching the doco and they said, "Oh wow, Dad, there's Shane Warm with Tiger Woods, and wow, Dad, there's Shane Warm with Michael Jordan." Yeah. And then you sort of go, "Well," and and it's shown in the doco that the number one sport is soccer, right? The number two sport in yep. the world is cricket, and he got to where he yes. did in cricket. So. You know, it's not all about America, is it? But we get we fall into that, and not discrediting Jordan and, and Tiger Woods and Co. But it just shows how how good he was. Yeah, we've become Americanized. There's no doubt about it. Like you get there and you, you think of world sports straight away. You, you go, you know, American football. You, know, you go soccer, 
uh, you go baseball and those sort of big sports. But, mate, you, you forget about cricket. Like, it sort of hits you in the head. But I remember watching Slum, Slumdog Millionaire. And the question, the key question comes up, you know, I forget who's scored the most centuries, and it was Ricky Ponting, Michael Slater, or someone else in the arm. Hang on, see. You know, like, it was just, um, yeah, that's where you get the feel of how big cricket cricket is. And, and mate, it was. I mean, it felt like, and for Rod Marsh's family, like, you feel for them. And it isn't, and it isn't a competition, but, you know, Rodney Marsh, who was to grow up in the 70s and then into the 80s, Again, I was telling my two sons, Rodney Marsh, Dennis Lilly, Jeff Thompson, Lenny Pascoe, all those blokes, chapels, they were everywhere. Mm. They like, like they, every part of popular culture, the T-shirts, you go to McDonald's, if you can read, you know, the ingredients to a Big Mac, you've got a free poster with the World <laughs> Series cricket players on it. Mm. It was just all the ads, the Tui's ads, so the World good. Series, come on, Aussie, come on. It was just like Marsh was just everywhere. So, um yeah. Incredible to lose two blokes on successive days. You have much to do with Rod Marsh? So? He was the first ever um, selector that picked me for a test. Wow. So he was my first one. And then I went to uh, Sri Lanka and then come home and got into a bit of strife. And he sent me a don't message. He that. said, mate, he goes, <laughs> yeah, don't believe that. He goes, mate, if it, were, if it had it my way, he goes, you'll never play a test again. I was like, shit, this is no good. And then, <laughs> and then the Aussies got thumped in Hobart. And he stood down. I thought, you beauty, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> but a lovely, a lovely man. He, uh, yeah, he's a great man. And I've been on a lot of tours with him. He's, you know, again, there's wealth of knowledge of these guys. And they, you do sort of think they're invincible. You yeah. know, Rod is young. He's yep. a young, you know, re- looked after him reasonably well. Warney, 50, and there's all these things about his stuff. But it's just still shocking for a 52-year-old mm. bloke. You know, and I know a lot of people are a lot older who have worse diets, you know, who, who are still yeah. living. You know, I just... I just literally can't believe it, you know. I, I, tell you, I think Solo like is that blokes who can't have a laugh about themselves because, I mean, Warney cops stick over the years, and a lot of that was <laughs> tall poppy syndrome. But during, well, I remember Warn the musical when it came out, and a lot of it was unflattering, but they reckon Warney was there one of the first nights, and at the end turned around and sort of did a bow to the audience and went went mad. You know, there were songs in there, uh, what an SMS I'm in, things like that. <laughs> he got there and loved it. He was up there with the Paul Keating. Remember there was Keating the musical once, and Paul Keating, mate, he was really, gave it to Paul Keating. Well, Paul Keating turned up the first three nights in a row, and at the end when they do the encores, he'd jump on stage and do the encore with it. He loved it so much. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, speaking about um, those sort of play type things, so we were at this theatre and it was Peter Pan and Hook, and it was just me and the young one of the boys take him there, and we're right up the back. And there's this big moment where they've got the whole audience dead silent, where Hook is sort of going, you know, everyone loves Peter Pan and no one loves Hook, no one. And my young bloke from the back of the stage yells out, I do! And the whole crowd <laughs> laughed their heads off and it broke up the total moment. Uh, Matty, oh, we have mate. no more sleeps for the rugby league. How are you feeling about this season? I feel really good about it. I'm not sure about this rule where, you know, if your marquee player gets simbin. I know I feel good about it. Joel, I, I, I said this uh, I, 12 months, two years ago. I said I really felt like the game's going about to enter into a golden age, and yeah. I, I truly believe that. The changes Peter Volandis has made to the game have been successful. The game's in a sweet spot. There's so many stars. Uh, and the... The anticipation around this season is enormous. There's people around my area who really don't talk that much. They're not rugby league people as such, but they're excited about the game. They're going to watch the game. 
uh, tonight and the games over the course of the weekend. I think the ratings over the course of this first weekend, I, they'll, they'll break records. I think it's huge. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever... I mean, we could almost say this every year, but I do actually feel socked that this year people are absolutely... And maybe the trial's been showed, added to that. Mm. Uh, Fox got done a great job with that, but people are just chomping at the bit, aren't yeah, they? Frothing. Well, I've got... I haven't done this super coach thing, but we've got... To, you can do... We've got 12 mates at the cricket club and we've all got our own little pool. We throw 20 bucks in yeah. and we pick the team. So I, I'm invested more than ever this year. But, Matty, what do you reckon the... Yeah. Some good games on. What do you reckon is going to be the, the game of the week? I mean, is it going to be tonight? Or the, the, the Panthers v. the, the uh, Eagles? Yeah. It's funny, Sob. There's, there's been a couple of games which have been slightly handicapped because there's been key blokes out. Nathan mm. now tonight, Nathan Cleary. Uh, the big one, which I was looking forward to most, was going to be the Broncos and South. And I'm still looking forward to that uh, because I, one of the, I, the most... The, the storyline story that interests me most is that you know, can South keep their status after Wayne leaves? Because no sides since the 88 Raiders have been able to do it. They all fall off cliff. Mm. So I was looking forward to the Broncos. You know, Adam Reynolds going up against South. Unfortunately, Reynolds out. But so I think it's going to be, look, there'll be a lot of great games. I mean, the, the, even games like the Warriors up against uh, the Dragons, which doesn't grab headlines, but it'll be a beauty. And, and mate, you know, there's a lot of interest around in rugby league when my wife, who's Italian, her father used to liken rugby league to bullfighting. He said, <laughs> uh, she said, what are we doing on uh, on Saturday? And and I said, oh, I don't know what he went. She goes, mate, let's go watch the Knights on the Roosters at the SCG. Oh, so I said, mate, so I'm trying to find some free tickets so I can take her along. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Matty, I've got a little, I know you're not a stats man, but I've got a one that I think you like because it sort of highlights how crazy the halves carousel has been. Did you know this? So, out of the 16 teams we'll see this week, there's only two halves pairings that have played in the NRL together. Out of the 16 teams, wow. there's only two, Manly and Parramatta. That's that's compelling, isn't it? That's yeah, that's incredible. That's the uh, halves. Your halves with the when your halves. Um, and you keep continuity in your halves. That's what brings success. Righto, boys. Uh, let's do this, please, Gibbo. It's the run home lock of the week. Thanks to Brighton's lawyers. SEN Survivor is back. Pick one NRL winner each week for the chance to win $2,500. Head to sensurvivor.com.au. Okay, that's the rules. SEN Survivor head there if you wish to play. Uh, but what we're going to do, Maddie and uh, Sock and also Fletch is going to get involved as well. Boys, we're going to play last one standing through SEN Survivor. But the key is you can't, once you've picked the team, you can't pick it again. So you've got to go and have a look at the draw a little bit here. But uh, to kick us off, Socky, what do you like in round one as an absolute lock? I, I wanted, I really do want to go the Eagles, but I'm going to go the Bunnies now that Reynolds is out over Ooh. the Broncos. So Bunnies, Bunnies over the Broncos. Ooh. Well, what do you think, Matty? I actually think the Broncos can win that. Uh, Matty, what do you think? Uh, I am going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to go for the Sharkies. Oh, yeah, I like that too. I like that too. I like, I like the Sharkies. Tough one in Canberra first up. Tough place to win, but I uh, I like what I saw in the trial games. Boys, I'll go the Warriors. Um, sorry, the Dragons to beat the Warriors. Sorry, the Dragons to beat the Warriors. Oh. Warriors coming off their worst defence in 18 years. No Roger Tuivasa-Sheck this year. Uh, I think they've got a lock playing fullback. I think Chanel Harris-Tavita's a lock, but I'll go the Dragons personally. <laughs> but um, what else are you looking forward to, Matty? Uh, in fact, what's on tonight's show? What's on tomorrow's show with Morning Glory? Um, tonight, 
The second segment, I think, is the best Fletch and Hindy I've ever seen. <laughs> Don't miss it. I'll say that. Uh, honestly, it is... Mate, you'll be talking about it, I'll tell yes. you, for another two weeks. It's how yes. good it is. Uh, morning Glory tomorrow. Um, preview, review. Uh, we've got five to one greatest characters in Australian sport, as noted to, to Warney. And on top of that, mate, album of the week is Back in Black ACDC. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, well done, mate. Looking forward to that. We appreciate your time, mate. The footy season's heating up. You're going to be very busy with Fox and, of course, uh, SEN on Friday as well, Matty. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Joel, Sock, good on you, boys. All the best. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.